0: Rated mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. The show starts.
1: Broadcasting from the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia, a show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome. Um, sorry about that. Had a little uh, glitch here. Uh, it's all right. Um, Producer Eric is a little slow today. Uh, definitely a little slow, but it's okay. It's uh, it's what Thursday, April twenty eighth on the show, right? Sauce, how you doing, buddy? Wow. <clears throat> okay.
2: Quick question. What do you uh, what does Wi Fi segment mean? I am totally confused.
1: Okay. Remember the Wi-Fi that you were talking about uh, with uh, your some kind of issue or something at school the other oh, day? Oh
2: yes, yes. I am so I am so sorry about that. Yeah, my side is very glitchy, by the way. So I am like, okay, what do you mean by okay? No, so yeah. So how's it going with you, Michael? I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Well, good thing this is live. You never know what might happen
1: yeah exactly uh you know eric is uh kind of lagging himself today uh messing up the uh the production here on the screen but it's okay it's okay uh welcome guys uh happy thursday for everybody that's joining us um what's going on with the wi-fi man you said you had some wi-fi over you know trying to get your uh your thesis in the other day
2: yeah so yeah, so I was trying to get my Wi Fi in the other day and for some weird reason that it wasn't allowed <clears throat> so the weird part was I don't know what was happening, but we were having some serious uh technical or technical issues. And so, you know, they're installing new fiber cables. Okay. And and so what happened was I while I was writing my thesis, the Wi Fi kept on going in and going out, and I'm like, bruh, come on like enough i'm like how can anyone get anything done and i'm like is this the best i'm like well this is the best infrastructure bill at its going at its finest at you know see and that's the whole thing i you know other people are like well isn't this great we're getting new wi-fi i'm like no this is a worse off i'm like the wi-fi kept on going and going out and then we had a big thunderstorm and and to you know what the funny part is the thunderstorm uh somewhere the lightning struck um the thunderstorm, and so now, or not, struck the thunderstorm. But the lightning last night caused um kind of a small well, it's not a small fire actually. Um, it it caused um damage, and our Wi-Fi went out again. So it was I thought it was like very spotty, but it was not very good.
1: Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, and
2: and I just sent you pictures of uh what the lightning caused, and that was actually right across our um that was from afar. And when I was at camp, it was right at the Wi-Fi struck—not the Wi-Fi, but the lightning struck something last night, and that was from about ten miles out. You could see, and that was right next door to our camp, so we had to be evacuated because some because of lightning. It ended up being oh a forest God. fire.
1: You know, we're looking at the pictures here, which we'll post on the website, guys. Um, you know this. Uh, this is uh, pictures of uh, sauce that basically sent to to me. And uh, like I said, we'll post them on the website. We'll post them on Instagram. You know, of you know, basically <laughs> what, what, what's going on here uh, at Sauce's uh, uh, Institute um, College over there. Sauce, do you go to it, it, the school that you go to, man? Is it in the middle of nowhere?
2: It is. Um, the school I go to is in the middle of nowhere, and it's a private college. Yeah. And so you know, it's a little bit odd. You know, the closest the closest hospital to us is about, uh, about 40 minutes away. And so it's a little bit, it kind of makes it a little bit challenging when I had my medical problems we had to wait about two hours to get to the hospital. We had oh, to wow. wait. For, yeah. Well, <clears throat> and here's the whole thing. Okay. So, you know, the whole, I just want to tell you being, a, being like, you know, how we need to worry more about transportation and stuff. And, you know, <clears throat> and how we had the whole infrastructure bill you know what i want to see how come the roads aren't done at all like even when i was in the hospital like every single bump you thought the ambulance driver was drunk because he was trying to swerve every pothole and he was like swerving all over the road and same thing on the other on the other lane so this whole infrastructure bill that they keep on talking about where is that going to go where is that money why aren't the roads being fixed why aren't the bridges being fixed you know I mean, if you're going to at least lie something, tell at least, hey, we're going to pretend we're going to fix the roads. But really, we're just going to put sand down or do something like that.
1: Yeah, well, this, this is America sauce. You know, obviously, you know, where you originally come from in Russia, I mean, things are probably different, maybe. But, uh, you know, in America, they just kind of bandaid it. You know what I mean? Ah, we'll just put a little uh, asphalt down. It'll be OK. After a while, you know, that asphalt from wear and tear, from constantly being driven over it a thousand times a day from cars and trucks and everything else, you know, it, it, it basically gets ripped up and that's that, you know? Well, and
2: you also have to work, look, you also have to look at it during the winter, actually, you know, it's really bad with the roads like right now, because, you know, we're in spring and we're almost to like warm season. So what happened was, um, during winter and stuff, the roads expanded because of the ice and you know how the ice expands and so now, since it's becoming like you know it's not all water, now you have major cracks in the road and potholes and but they just kind of bandage it over but it gets really revealed in the spring and i'm like that doesn't fix anything that makes it worse you know why don't yeah, you know yeah. we're going through money if there's no tomorrow at least do make it somewhat productive and at least focus somewhat some of the money on at least repairing like redoing the whole roads instead of just stupid yeah. solar farms
1: well you know what we're supposed to be uh under this biden agenda of build back better right i mean we're Where's the building back better uh, supposed to be coming from? Uh, Apparently it's uh, not build back better, but build back to the best of our abilities, you know,
2: or uh, build back better to the car shop to get new uh, shock or get new spring shots for your car.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Head over to uh, Sears, right. Automotive. Eric, does that still exist? (laughs) Eric shaking his head. No. On the other side of the studio. Yeah. Uh, Back in the day, we used to have a company called Sears uh, Automotive, and uh, I'm telling you what, folks, you would never want to go to this place because these technicians that they hired, it seemed like they would hire them off the streets, uh, kind of like reference what Sauce is talking about, you know, with the new shocks. You would definitely need new shocks after they put the new shocks on your car like two, three months ago, you know?
2: Yeah. And that's the whole thing is, and the Sears automotive people, they were not friendly whatsoever. You try to do a very ordinary. Now, I don't know if this is like the newer generation, but if you're in the newer generation, um, you probably are not familiar with Sears. You probably have Walmart, which is a lot nicer than Sears. But I remember going to Sears. Man, one of them like was rude to me. I'm like, my goodness. I'm like, I had a bad day. You just made it worse. I'm like, I just tried to smile and you told me not to smile because it offended you. I'm like, my, it was a Madison. So what do you expect?
1: Oh, so you you're well aware of uh, Sears, the company yeah. Sears. Huh? I didn't yeah, think they, you would be aware of that because you're no, a lot younger than me and everything else. So
2: no, I remember Sears, and so Madison was one of the last cities to have Sears pull out, and they're not really they're they're one of the last. If they're the last automotive shop, bring me give me a iPad so I can go on YouTube to learn how to fix it before I have to go to them.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, but, it's sad because Sears was actually a really good company. They were like. What we used to call Sears back in the day was, um, you know, basically, uh, you know, a type of retail place you would only go during the holidays, similar to like a Macy's or JCPenney. You know, they would only get a a huge amount of, uh, you know, traffic of customers during the holidays. Other than that, it would be, I mean, yeah, it's sad, but, you know, that's what happens with retail.
2: Yeah, so so you mind, so changing the subject by the way. So you know how so if your viewers are keeping up, if you so I just want to tell to any viewers that are keeping up, so you know how I told last Friday I gave you an update of stating how I lost um like the market's really doing bad Well, yeah thought, yeah,
1: what's going on with that
2: sauce is has, has it improved a little bit or no, or? I, no it's actually I, w- I didn't want to give you the so I didn't want to give you the most recent st- uh, screenshot because this morning it really tanked. Uh and so for the first time ever I went below $5,000. And so um it was it was pretty bad. Uh the lowest I got was five I ended up with 590 $5,974. That is worse than last week and that is like I can't identify and like Okay, so my for the week now, I lost over $500 for the week. And we're not even on Thursday. We're not even on Friday. And I've already lost over $500. Now, I thought, and you know, what the funny part is, I'm like, you know, I, I think I'm going to quote myself because I said on last episode, I'm, I'm, I am I'm was like, you know, I won't be surprised if midweek next week I'd be below 5000 And my goodness, I could give me a lottery ticket, Michael, because I was right.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, it's terrible what's going on with this stock market under Biden, you know, and It's uh, worse than last week. Yeah, it's, wait, it's definitely and, worse.
2: And wait till next week when, uh, wait till May 1st when the Feds are going to come out and raise the interest rates by almost, uh, well, 50 points in order to keep uh, keep in charge of the inflation or keep ahead of the inflation. But, you know, a lot of people don't really understand. You know, <clears throat> we have, what they're doing is that with the whole market and stuff, you can't keep raising interest rates because that's going to have long-term repercussions you know oh without while,
0: doubt.
2: you know and the problem to, so you look at tesla for instance you know i one of my portfolio is tesla which drives heavily and i had to actually sell tesla because tesla was dipping and they were dropping really quick so i sold it i i i made about uh, nine dollars on Tesla. Sadly, because I was a, a moron, I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna wait till it it kind of bounces back. But I'm like, okay, nope, it went dropped by fifty dollars. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna pull out before I lose any more. So what happened was I ended up pulling out of Tesla, and then I'm like, okay, they're pretty down low, and then I bought in yesterday. And I bought one point one shares instead of one point zero two shares, so I got one point one shares of Tesla. But now it really tanked this morning, and so. What happened was, you know, and it's not just Tesla. It's all over, you know, and it's a lot of people are s- selling out. And if you look at my portfolio and my portfolio is very di- diversified, it screams recession,
1: recession. all here we come. Uh, and got a question for you, Sauce. Why are you investing in Tesla? Is Does it happen to be a, a company that Elon Musk uh, owns or are you just investing in Tesla because you feel that Tesla is doing good?
2: No, it, it, so I'm oh, sorry about that. So the reason why I invest in Tesla, and the reason why I'm going to go towards like I'm kind of considering Twitter, is because of Elon Musk's know how. He knows how to run a business. You know, look oh, at boring down. Look at the Boring Company. Look at PayPal. Look at eBay and stuff. And look at all these people that he, um, like that he founded and SpaceX. You know, and that's why yeah, I, you know
1: he he kind of reminds me of like a like a Trump 2.0 2. with.
2: What's that? I, Tony Stark, more more than anything, Iron Man.
1: You think? I, I, he kind of reminds me of a Trump 2.0, you know, with just his ability of of running a business. I mean, the man yep. is phenomenal. Seriously. And he, could care,
2: and he could care less what political party you are on. And that's the whole thing that I thought. So it's funny, actually. I thought I would never get Twitter. But the, moment, the same day he bought Twitter, about five minutes later, I made a Twitter account. And it was funny because, you know, <clears throat> And I want to see, OK, why is it that so many people scream, oh, I'm going to get off of Twitter, but they're still on Twitter? Like, I mean, I it shows know. you the double hypocrisy. I don't
1: and- yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I um, we were actually thinking about um, uh, starting a Twitter account. And, you know, I, I was never a big fan of Twitter. Um, and this is even going back before, you know, Elon Musk ever had tensions of buying Twitter. And I, I never really thought about doing Twitter. We always kind of stuck here, even on the show with Facebook and Instagram. We didn't go to TikTok because we thought that was too much for, like, you know, kids making goofy videos in college and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I was really never a big fan of Twitter as what I'm seeing through the news, you know, with Elon Musk, you know, kind of lifting the restrictions a little bit with Twitter, we may go to Twitter. I'm not sure, but we do have a big launch coming on uh, Rumble Sauce, as you know. You know, oh, a really absolutely. big launch on May well, 10th, which is going to be the big launch.
2: Man, I'm. so You know, I tried to get on Rumble for my podcast, and they took me down. Really, Rumble took they took my account down because apparently, what happened is that Rumble was part of Google, and they used a Google ULR. So what happened yeah. was. Um, and this was actually trying to expand on my uh, remember God loves you and I meet you at the finish line podcast and stuff. Well, apparently, what happened was good old Google, or should I say, Mister um, Di- Disinformation uh, Search Engine.
1: They we went, call yeah. Fugle here on the show. It's Fugle, Fugle, you know? oh Fugle. Yeah. Well, what <laughs> happens? It's, was- it's full of Fug shit, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's an old it's an old uh, term that we used to use back in the day, but. People look at me and are like, "Mike, what are you talking
0: about?"
2: (laughs) So, so what happened was that so they're like, "Well, I'm like, okay, why did I get why did I get censored off of Rumble?" I'm like, "I thought every conservative platform is going to Rumble and stuff." Like, well, because you got because you got censored on Facebook, it's kind of like a domino effect. And so, one of the Google people, I should have recorded the phone conversation. I mean, I feel yeah, you should have. I should have. Because Google people, they recorded, and I'm like, so why am I censored off of Rumble? I'm like, I thought Rumble is the last thing, like, let alone Pinterest. I understand Pinterest, because I put a quote from Abraham Lincoln. I understand why I got censored off of Pinterest, because of posting that. Heavens forbid you want to be patriotic. But they're like, yeah. well, they're like, well, if it works, they're like, for instance, you know how you were censored? You know how your PayPal account was taken off because you donated $5 to the Canadian truckers? Well, it's pretty much like that. And now because we see that your name is from Russia. and that You we know, sasha
1: seen- when you told me that story, what was it, last week or something on the show, when you said you donated only $5, <laughs> five measly dollars to the Canadian Truckers Association cause, I heard that and I'm like, they're gonna audit you, man, for five dollars? Remember oh, yeah, the- what did I say? I could understand if it was five thousand or fifty thousand dollars, but five measly dollars? Come on.
2: Well, and what happened was that so it, well apparently um the I don't know, the audit's still going on and stuff. Well, and my PayPal account was actually taken down. So they took
1: your PayPal account down?
2: Yeah. Cause I donated $5. Well, okay. And the other question is here's, okay. If you're going to do that kind of a
1: i I'm sorry. Sus, myself, Eric and uh, Alicia here on the show. I mean, they're laughing on the other side of the room. You can't hear it cause I usually mute them a lot, but I mean, they're laughing their ass off right
2: now. Well, the, well okay. My, here's my question though. Why don't they, well, okay. If you're going to get $5, um, <clears throat> If you're gonna get five dollars, if you're gonna have that kind of a Christian conservative like movement, why don't you go to a platform where you don't have to rely on PayPal to give you money to siphon money? Because you know what they're gonna do. You know what they've been doing with PayPal? They've been going to businesses and the feds and the IRS have been going to them
1: and Speaking asking. Speaking of PayPal, since we're on the topic of PayPal, okay. Have you been noticing what PayPal um a lot of accounts, man? There's a lot of accounts getting hacked in. With these like fake invoices, you know, saying that you owe this amount of money from like this company that you never even heard of. Have you been seeing that lately? Yeah. Or um, I've also seen this, too, with uh,
2: a lot of those companies. And, for instance, um, what they do is that they ask for your PayPal or Cash App and what they do is that they say, hey, you know what? I'll be your sugar mama or your sugar daddy, whatever it's called. Or like, hey, yeah, I'll be your... bots, man. Yeah, bots. So, what happens is that so many people are like, oh, no, actually better yet. They're like, if you give $10, you could get $1,000 back. So, it's like, because it's giving free money. Well, you know, here's how stupid our generation really is. So, one of my friends actually fell for that scam. Okay? And you know what yeah. happened to her? She... <laughs> They sent her a fraudulent check of three thousand six hundred dollars. Okay, and oh, she wow. gave over she gave over six hundred dollars of her actual cash, and so now she only had about a thousand dollars in. So she went and cashed out the check. Well, actually, yeah. no, it, yeah. So it was a virtual check, and now she was over. She went way over, and she lost. And now she's in debt because of it. See, and oh my god. I don't know why people, why don't they just get a job instead of having all these scammers come out and say, hey, we need your PayPal account or we need your Cash App thing. Because, you know, anyone that that knows that, they can take your PayPal thing and get into your account without you really knowing.
1: You know, not just PayPal, but, you know, like there's so many different apps out there. Cash App, you got like this one called Venmo. You know, there's so many, so many out there. You know, yeah. but that's some good stuff. Um, uh, Sauce, I want to get into uh, uh, a clip here. We pl- I want to plug in because I usually like plugging in the clips. Oh, absolutely. you know, just yesterday uh, the other day. Was it? Yeah, it was yesterday. Where's my Eric? You got to remind me, man. Give, give me like a calendar or something. I'm I'm getting old. But yeah, yesterday we had um, a motivational speaker. Guys joining us from the country of Canada happens to reside right on the other side of the river. Uh, from Detroit in a little area called Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Really, really good guy. Now, guys, I want to basically pretty much let you know that his uh, his speech and his vocabulary uh, is not the best because he does uh, suffer from a rare health condition of Bell's Palsy. But he happens to be a very, very well motivational speaker, and he actually has his own podcast called Let's Have This Conversation with Kevin McShane that was literally on the show just yesterday, guys. You're going to want to check this out.
0: Hi, I'm motivational speaker Kevin McShann, and I want the chance to ditch the winter blues and start off spring on the right foot by traveling to Orlando. You know, I consider Central Florida to be my second home, and I want the opportunity to share my inspirational and inspiring story with you, living my entire life with surreal Policy has given me a unique perspective on life, which I'd like to share. So are you an athletic director, a high school principal, a college or university president, leader of a youth group, a human resources professional, or a business owner who wants to learn how to maximize their fullest potential? Well also getting premium results out of yourself and the groups that you lead? If you answered yes to any of those questions, I want the chance to inspire and connect with you. So don't be afraid to drop me an email at makeshankevin at gmail.com to learn more.
1: a major flip flopping people should not be walking
2: around
0: with masks masks work fully vaccinated you are protected and you do not need to wear a mask if you are vaccinated you should still wear a mask
1: you really better be very careful before you bring the children back
0: the default position should be to try as best as possible to keep the children in school. Right now, at this moment, there is no need to change anything that you're doing on a day by day basis. I would like to see a dramatic diminution of the personal interaction that we see. So, so let me clarify that because there was a little bit of a misunderstanding. News, big tech, and blue state liberals stole the election from President Trump. But here in Alabama, we're making sure that never happens. We have not and will not send absentee ballots to everyone and their brother. We ban corrupt curbside voting, and our results will always be audited. I'm KIV. The left is probably offended. So be it. As long as I'm governor, we're going to protect your vote. <laughs> back.
1: All right, guys, back to the show, back. uh, Sauce, uh, let's get into this story here with, um, yeah, before we get into the story, uh, guys, I want to say that was a really, 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 really good conversation I had with Kevin McShane just yesterday. Um, Really, really uh, great individual. And, you know, Sauce, you know, this man does not let his health condition slow him down whatsoever. Very well engaged, not in his not only in his community, but his entire country. Uh, he literally travels all over Canada. He gets into the U.S. He got done telling me that you know he he really enjoys Central Florida, uh, mainly in Orlando. And the, the the man is uh you know he, he's phenomenal, a really really good, uh well endowed individual. Wish we had a lot more him like him. You know what I mean?
2: I wish I would could have been part of that. You know what we could do is we could try to see if we could do an interview sometime with him again in the next couple of weeks or so. When I'm actually yeah we got
1: definitely yeah definitely look into his schedule I know he has a busy schedule because you know as he is a motivational speaker he goes on to a lot of different shows uh he's been featured on uh some American talk shows uh as well as regular uh talk shows in Canada you know and he's I mean he stay he stays busy you know what I mean
2: yeah and that's and that's um I give him kudos for that and I wish I could I wish I could have been part of that interview but you know you know and the sad part is that i wish um that you know i wish i was you know with that yesterday and stuff it's interesting how you know you start your podcast and stuff and you know being on invited on podcasts and stuff and then you know what the school does oh are we going to that subject or no are we going to continue yeah
1: we'll go into it a little bit i just want to say you know like he is a huge you know you're showing interest of you know, you, you wish you were there yesterday, but he, he's a, and we understand Sash, you have a busy schedule, man. I mean, you're, you know, you're a lot younger than me and Eric and everybody here on the show, but you know, you're still at school and the viewers, I mean, i they should know that by now. And they, they understand, you know, like you have a busy schedule there, you know, you're trying to, you know, get your education, you know, uh, pretty much done. Right. <laughs> how, how long do you have?
2: So we had uh May 8th, or May eighth is when I'll be. Well, we'll be, be home for two weeks for May eighth. So, oh, then wow. I should be. Well, and then I should be in order to like. I'll keep my education for my pastoral and stuff, so I can like have some credentials, so I can become like, you know, ordained minister or something like that. But this definitely is interesting. You know how you see so many. I well, I don't know if we're going to go there into yet, but um, <clears throat> are, are we going to go into there or not yet? Not quite yet.
1: Yeah, we're just about going to go into there. I mean, you touched on you want to be an ordained minister. I actually have a a family member, a cousin of mine that 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 actually is a uh, he's an ordained minister. And he he also does uh, other avenues in in his church community uh, on the other side of uh, Georgia as well here. So, I mean, that's that's really cool. You know, you want to you want to go into other uh, types of uh, work. You know, that's that's awesome, man.
2: Oh, absolutely. And you know, and be ordained minister, but as well as not, you know, as continuing fighting for this country and, you know, fighting for what preserved, because, you know, the reason why I want to become a pastor or, you know, I would like to become a pastor is because, you know, we need, we need, I mean, strong men and women in, in a pastoral role behind the pulpit, you know, telling the word of God, but at the same time, we also need men and women of faith, to even continue to fight for this country, just like how it was founded. You know, because most of your most of your founding fathers were heavily into ministers, or they were like, you know, most of your politicians back in the early, when this country first started, were your pastors, you know, and they were strong, so they were guided by God, and I feel like that's where we need this country to be guided back onto, because it's gone way off the... Well, I mean, we were seeing bandwagon. that a
1: little bit... Yeah, we were seeing that slowly under Trump. You know, Trump was actually you know he 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 actually even said you know you you should never worship the government you should worship the almighty god and are we doing that right now no i mean you know the, this new administration the biden administration they want us to actually worship them and they want us thinking that you know we owe a, a set of gratitude to them we don't owe them sh- i'll say it on my show you know it's unfiltered we don't owe them shit sauce you know no, and
2: that's the whole thing. Is that uh, and look what well, they're trying to pull, their, they're pulling the same exact cards they are as what North Korea is doing. And with you know, like, well, because we're giving you like the stimulus check, then you owe us something, you know, just you know, and if yeah. you, you know, or for example, well, because we're giving you such a low tax rate, or because we're charging you so much taxes, we, you know, it's causing us to be dependent up or dependent upon us or dependent upon you. Yeah. Uh, To call call crawling on your knees. That's what the whole big spectrum is. Or, you know, for instance, you know, I did a thesis paper on gay marriage, actually. or or, I'm not gay marriage. I'm grooming this next generation. And that was my big thesis paper. And I was like, you know, I have to finish it tonight. But, you know, it's just very interesting writing about how, wow, where did that change? And it really sparked when Baker versus Nelson hit the Supreme Court and it was tossed. The moment that was tossed out of the Supreme Court, which we used to have a conservative Supreme Court back in the day, back in the 1970s. And so did you know that the first state that uh, really pushed for the LGBTQ state, you know what that was? You know what state that was? What's that? You got to guess.
1: What state it was? Well, you said you're talking about in the 1970s, right? Yeah. Yeah. 1975 or 1972. There was a. Now, Sasha, you're testing my uh, knowledge here. Hold on. Uh, and I'm not going to have any help from Eric or, you know, Alicia here on the show right now. i know Google to guess. Yeah. I'm going to have to guess the great state of Texas, maybe. No, actually, Texas did not push
2: LGBTQ. It was actually Maryland was a very, very first Maryland. State. Maryland. Yep. Really? Maryland Really? Yeah, Maryland was the very first You know,
1: I was actually going to go Texas as my first and then possibly California as the second. Why would you say Texas, if I may ask?
2: I thought Texas was like so hard red. They bleed red, white, and blue. I don't know. Actually,
1: if you look at it, man, Texas was – they weren't as conservative uh, back then as they are now. And I actually read about read up on that. And I was actually baffled when I went we you know, reading that. I'm like, what, Texas was liberal? You're telling me they were liberal at one point? Yeah.
2: Well, wow, I did not know that. Well, yeah, and then it, I didn't know it, that either. And then uh and so then once it happened in the grooming bill, and that's when the really part of the grooming started really happening for this next generation. So then Baker versus Nelson went back to the Supreme Court, and what happened was that according to the Supreme Court, they said that was not substantial evidence. You know, you can't, you know, just because the church said no, you know, the church did have the right, but then Maryland was the first state to push it. And then to surprise to actually surprisingly, California was one of the one of the very other first states, you know, to pass it, but they were, of course, you know, California, they go as, you know, they go past and then really gung-ho um, on all their legislation. So then California is the one that started the tax subsidies. If you're gay or if you identify yourself as the, the alphabet people, you actually had. <laughs> wait, 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 what, what do you call them? The alphabet people? Yeah, there's you know how many letters are okay. So there's LGBTQ. Here's why. Oh, there's so many because there's like you know there's LGBTQ, and Z. Now I know my ABCs. You know now there I know my go. alphabet. Hey, you know
1: you know everybody. If you want a educational lesson from Sauce here for all you liberal nut jobs out there, you could step into the digital classroom with Sauce here, and he can actually teach you. Because, Sash, we actually have people out there that are dumbfounded, and they don't know anything. They they (laughs) literally they they literally live life through social media, false narratives, and whatever the mainstream media is feeding them every single day on garbage.
2: Well, and I bet, and I bet. And I bet if you ask any of your liberal friends how many letters there are in the like the alphabet, people. The reason why I call them the alphabet people is because there's 101 letters officially, 101 genders that people identify themselves as. Or so I'm like 101. I'm like, what more do you Uh, need?
1: This is this is nothing new, sauce. I actually heard this crap actually on ABC's The View uh what was it like almost a couple months ago and they were actually talking about that they didn't refer it as the uh, as the alphabet people but they did say that there was like over a 100 different genders and everything else but i mean this this is just it, it's idiocy you know what i mean man
2: yeah it's yeah it's very just it's so whack and that's the whole thing is that but so many people are so bent on it. They're like, well, we gotta cater to all of them. So then what happened was that, <clears throat> okay, so then after they, after it was pushed and after it was like, you know, really they try to, scrutin- not scrutinize it, but after they like, um, so then it, here's how it started going in the church, though. So after, it was in 1971 when, jo- or when Bill Clinton passed uh Don't Ask, Don't Tell a bill and that was part of the bakers versus nelson's uh supreme court and that's when he bill clinton put in his radical supreme court in during that time and that's when they passed and that don't ask don't don't tell pretty much toss that Baker versus Nelson. So then, when a pastor would actually ask, Hey, what are you guys doing? And if I want to do your wedding, there has to be something like, Are you guys gay or something like that? But a pastor could not ask because it was don't ask, don't tell. And that's how it crept into the church slowly. And then you have Pope Francis coming out stating, Well, we all support, they're all God's children and stuff. And you know, now I understand, and that's how it actually crept in the church. But what's scary about it is that we have more and more churches supporting uh, the LGBTQRs, the alphabet people, and that they're they're giving up their doctrine teaching of just teaching the Bible and teaching about how God loves you and that we should love everyone no matter what. But at the same time, we need to hold them accountable for the, our brothers and sisters in Christ. We can't just let them stray away. So now we have the Methodist Church. Look at the Methodist Church, for instance. They're a perfect example of this left wing doctrine push of grooming this next generation. And, you know, it's interesting because they're, the Methodist Church is about to split because of this whole grooming uh, legislation that's being passed and this whole push for this LGBTQRST. It's being, they're splitting because they're like, one side is like, I can't, we can't stand it anymore. You know, there's so much, it's always in our face. We can't preach about what we want. You know, we have to preach about how you know we need to preach to this minority people but we can't preach to the other people and we can't say certain things because you know the human rights people are going to come at us so so the bigger question so and then you look at this campus you know that we're on and you look at these other college campuses yeah i was gonna
1: say you know before we get into the campus story sauce you know this don't ask don't tell law that bill Clinton passed in the early 90s you know I I have to laugh about that a little bit because you know maybe he also passed that for you know don't ask don't tell when I had Monica behind the uh, oval office desk right (laughs) or don't ask don't tell what the curtain stains are yeah (laughs) but I mean is that actually going on with the campuses there especially where you're at there in Wisconsin so it's funny actually so
2: um what okay so let me tell you about this whole experience so you know <clears throat> um the, the my appointment not my appointment sorry i'm trying to multitask and it's not working very well oh
1: you're fine you're fine you get okay it.
2: so what happened is uh it, so i just want to tell you i am actually very busy so right now as we're t- as we're doing a show i'm actually emailing people off of my phone telling them hey you know i <laughs> it's pretty sad that's when you tell that you're way too busy that you okay but
1: either way i'm getting distracted
2: so what happened yeah, yeah. is
1: okay so yeah, i'm just saying uh, eric get get get, get sauce a water but he's not in the same studio as us but yeah, i would yeah. have to, eric give you a water the man so needs a water before he gets yeah, us
2: okay so wh- okay what happened is that okay so they're all good until you know you know and this is part of the repercussions of the january 6th article that came out you know and they're all good until that came out and then you know once he started stating that i'm like hey you know what I think that we need to be more biblical and that we need to be more strong. You know, we need to have more strong and conservative Christians in our politics. Well, that changed all of a sudden because now, you know, they took down all the eclipses I was on and they stated that was a ter- like the, the campus stated that I was like a terrorist and that, you know, <clears throat> and they, they removed me from all. extracurricular extracurricular activities I was in because I was a threat to the campus and so they're pretty much shadow banning me as we're speaking
1: good grief man that's that's terrible sauce
2: but see that's but see the scary part is is that that's our next generation that they're teaching us our next generation and half of the people there you know, those are your older people, you know, and today our professor, he's like, I remember back, in you know, back in bear days, you know, when Russia was like a big threat to us. Well, and, you know, they feared communism and stuff. Well, where did that come? I mean, how come you're not fearing communism now? You know, that's the whole thing is that you're fearing. Com- well, you're stating that Russia is all bad and stuff, but you're doing the same exact thing as Russia's doing. Yeah, the college they're, they're campuses are doing the same
1: exact thing. They're, they're, they're. they're Contradicting themselves in in a way. I mean, they're saying that, you know, communism and socialism is so bad in other countries. But then when you go to question it actually happening here in America, they're like, oh, no, that's not communism. This isn't socialism. Uh, a form of a mask over your face or what I like to call it, a freaking diaper, right? Oh, no, no, that's not a form of uh, socialism or communism. No, 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 that's for that's for our own protection so we don't get sick and this and that. Oh, yeah, 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 whatever, man.
2: Yeah, and, and see, and that's another thing is that, you know, this whole – you know, this whole thing. And now, you know, um, we have to write like certain papers where we have to now use pronouns, actually. So I was writing my paper and we can't say mankind anymore. Uh, it has to be humankind.
1: You can't say mankind?
2: No, because that's sexist. And that's goes against our new college guidelines. And so that's well, a-
1: OK. So if it's sexist, then uh, what are we going to say? We, we can't say female because male is at the end of fee. Right. What are we <laughs> going to call them? Uh, a woman? Uh, there's oh, still wait, there's oh. still men in at the end of woman, right? I mean, and, and isn't woman a sexist word too?
2: Only a woman, only a sexist would say. Well, I, and, you know, see, hold on, sauce. Before okay. you get
1: into that, you know, like this type of terminology that we're using in today's society. Has like literally it, it gives like, a, you know, almost like a, a really bad taste. And the bottom of my gut in my stomach, whenever I hear this crap, they're like, oh, you can't say female of uh, uh, man. Uh, you can't say this and that. And like what we're talking about, I'm using it for an example. You know, you can't say that because it's very sexist. And you know, women do have, you know, uh, their rights and they and they do play a big part of our of our society. Yeah, they do. There's very successful women and large companies, very large companies, some more successful than men.
0: Absolutely. Let, you
1: know, let's talk about that,
2: Sas. I mean, if you want. Well, and and the whole thing is that the frustrating part is that, you know, why are colleges now so focused on sensitivity? More than anything, you know, why don't we, you know, I, we pay money, you, okay, we pay money to learn, we don't pay money to listen to somebody's opinion, that's what the view is for, okay, I don't go to college, uh, people don't go to college to make sure that they get punished if they don't use the right pronoun, you know, they don't go, to see, that's, why go to college then? You know, if you're going to be a lecture all day, well, oh, you got to use all these pronouns and you got to cater to all the alphabet people that just ruins the whole college experience, because then you're afraid if you, you know, mess up, mess up a word. And a matter of fact, you do get in trouble on our campus. If you do mess up, if you
1: say the wrong pronoun, you
2: actually do get in trouble. You
1: get no, wait, um, they, they punish you for saying the wrong pronoun.
2: They do it in your paper, and if you – it slips out in your – when you're talking to somebody, they can report you.
1: All right. For instance, okay, I have two – Is it? Two – yeah, I have two major uh, universities near me. Okay. Well, actually, there's three. There's, uh, there's Georgia State, right? And then we have uh, Georgia Tech, which is in <laughs> Midtown Atlanta. And then we also have uh, the University of Georgia, right, in Athens, Georgia. Okay, now, if I go to either one of those three uh, universities, say I go to Athens. Right. Athens seems to be a little bit more conservative than, you know, the other two in Atlanta. Right. Say I want to go to the uh, the University of Georgia. Right. Uh, Home of the Bulldogs. Right. I step on campus there, uh, which is right in downtown Athens. I go into campus there and I use the wrong pronoun. OK, they're going to what they're going to walk me off campus, you're saying.
2: Well, OK, so you're going to find more of these campuses in blue states. And so Wisconsin's a blue well, state.
1: <laughs> hey, Saas, uh, uh Georgia, I don't know. I don't know if I should tell you this, but uh, Georgia is kind of more of a liberal state now. <laughs> you know, I well, mean, they're... Atlanta makes a huge I mean, even though it is somewhat conservative, what's left of it, you know, mainly in the country areas of Georgia. But Atlanta Metro man makes up like fifty, almost sixty percent of the state. So you know, I wouldn't say Georgia's more red than than blue. It's it's more, it's more half. You know, like it leans like sixty forty, right? Which is sad, but
2: isn't that scary? Well, and so now what happened is that you know you're a college, so you can get like and if you mess up so many times, they can actually kick you out, kick you off campus.
1: That's terrible, man.
2: Um, and so and so that's a problem is that. And, and so, you know, then I'm like, why do people even want to go to college at this point? If They're going to be electric. And see, and you have a lot of these Christian families really questioning. You know, I had a, I had a Christian family come talk to me and actually called, they listened to my podcast and they called me, they're like, why do I even want to send my kid to a college? And a matter of fact, They enrolled, so their daughter is graduating this year from high school. Okay, so they applied for Liberty University. And did you know that they called Liberty University and said, no, I want my money back. I want my early payment back because I don't want my kid to go into college. And so what happened is that they kept on badgering the school. And eventually the school uh, gave in and said, okay, well, we're going to give you your money back because of what they are learning out from all these Christian colleges as well. See, and that's, what's scary about it is that, you know, it starts off at your public schools and then once they, Oh yeah. Especially especially the the
1: indoctrination of what they're doing with these kids today. I mean, you know, I've touched, you you know, about me with that, with that subject. I touched that on my uh, podcast episodes, several episodes about what, what, what the hell they're teaching these kids now about transgenderness. It's disgusting. It makes me want to go over to the damn school and say, you know, what the hell is wrong with you? Teach the kids about patterns, colors and, you know, counting to 10. Don't teach this kid that it's okay that it's okay that 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 kid has, uh, you know, this and that. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying, right? I mean, you know, it's disgusting. I mean, come on, man. You and I, when we were in school. You know, I know you're a lot younger than me, but, you know, you I'm sure they weren't teaching you about it's okay to be a boy when you're really a girl, right? Or I'm sure it's okay to not.
2: Or, you you like dogs? Oh, yeah. Okay, let me get you a human-sized dog pad, and let me also get you yeah, a human-sized cat litter. Yeah, what I to teach you next about
1: bestiality? I mean, come on. Oh, I and mean, speak, oh,
2: speaking of bestiality, guess what? In Wisconsin for the first time.
1: Uh, oh, God, is, they teach that in Madison, Wisconsin? No, actually, our governor, uh, Governor Evers now
2: it's it used to be a felony in Wisconsin. It is no longer a felony. It is actually just a slap on the hand. What? So we're yeah, we're the first
1: you're telling me you're telling me if you're a sick bastard and you're into that crap, you won't go to jail for having sexual crap with your with, with a dog or a cat or any type of animal.
2: Nope. It is a misdemeanor. And, th- and I'm surprised people didn't know about that. See, but this is how suppressed well, the media really the is. They don't want to cover stopped. that. Oh, it was an executive order. So Governor Evers passed it last year in June when that, uh, the alphabet month came around. And he said that love is love and love has no boundaries and stuff. So he passed it in order to make My sure that God. you had quality for all people.
1: And, and, and this is in the state of Wisconsin. There's there's just a slap on the wrist if, if somebody has sex with a dog or a cat or any type of animal.
2: Yep. Because that following month or that following month of last year, they did a, a special episode where this gal out of Eau Claire, only Oak, of course, Eau Claire had to be Eau Claire where it's up in the north woods. She said that she identified herself as a wolf, so she slept with the wolves and stuff, and she had, like, feelings for wolves. You know, I, yeah,
1: I, I I do remember – thanks, Eric, producer Eric. Thanks for almost reminded me, Yeah, Yeah, j- producer Eric reminded me in my other earpiece here on the headset. You know, he's telling me about some kind of, uh, uh, you know, liberal woman that, that basically put out a YouTube video. This was, like, what, two, three months ago, right? Right, so Sauce? That she was, like, roaming through, like, the woods or something like that?
2: Yeah, she was howling, and she was like sleeping with the wolves and kissing the wolves, supposedly. And that's and you know what state? what well, that's only Wasn't Wisconsin. Wasn't it even
1: it was? This was hold on. This was featured on like Hannity or Tucker, right? Yeah, Tucker Carlson. It was. Tucker. Yeah, now it's coming back to me. Tucker actually had a whole piece on this, and he he was laughing his ass off too about like I, I was embarrassed. Have, it, it
2: was. I mean, you yeah. know. I mean, you know. I'm like. You all, I'm like, you, I'm like, great. Now people think Wisconsin is just a bunch of loonies and they're thinking that we're just a bunch of sickos. You know, people don't well, want, no wonder why people are well, moving out Wisconsin. Sag, with the, ex-
1: with the exception of you, y'all are sickos. I mean, you know, your governor or, you know, whatever is, is, is passing laws saying it's okay to have sexual relations with animals. I mean, that's kind of sick, man.
2: That, <laughs> see, and, and see, and that's, and. And that's the scary part. So it starts off in the exec- – here's what I noticed about the whole education system. Well, did you know – okay, so our governor actually used to be the department of – he used to be the um, education superintendent or like the uh, state department for your education, like department of instructions. He used to be the DPI uh, president for state of Wisconsin. So he was yeah. a teacher, a lifelong teacher, and then he went and became like – uh, your state, like education coordinator, or something like that. And then the only reason why he won was because of Madison and Milwaukee that gave him over 250,000 votes. And that's why he only won Wisconsin. You know, it's because of Milwaukee and Madison. And, yeah. and, And and the sad part is, is that, you know, you have the new grading policies that came out for Wisconsin. He actually used, he told the DPI to lower the standards than before. So now we have two, so you're talking about the past two years that the kids were still in COVID and over Zoom. You're talking about, oh, well, we got to lower those standards because, you know, we're under a certain uh, criteria. Well, what happened to the other criteria is that. Uh were implemented before by governor scott walker so you're dumbing down this generation I'm like no wonder why we're teaching about it. it's okay to sleep you know rolls, and, and, and just look at
1: just look at the kids man, in school you know from k to 12 especially college man you know like oh what absolutely that mask what the mask era did to these kids i mean it killed their uh their self-esteem right it killed everything man you like these kids are so afraid now, even I mean, come on, Soss, we we have to understand this, that the mask crap is, you know, this pandemic is pretty much over, which I'll get into the whole Fauci thing just in a little bit. If you heard that, that just came out well, earlier absolutely. today.
2: Well, and, and here's the whole thing. It's not it's not just only your masks. You know, I spoke to teachers and they said they're afraid to go to work because they've been having more school infights that's caused the police to come. Because because, this, it,
1: because look what this administration's done. It's demonized. Even the educators. Yep. See, they're, and they're, that's afraid. What's causing, they're afraid yeah. to, to even st- st- uh, step up to the school boards. They're afraid e- even even the uh, even the professors in, in colleges, you know what, uh, you know, what's left of them you know, the halfway decent professors out there that actually don't believe in this woke shit. You know, they're so afraid sauce to speak up and say something against this radicalism in America that if they say something, they are they're afraid they're going to lose their job, you know?
2: Yeah. And seeing that's a whole thing. And if the kids don't. You know, and if the kids don't want to see, and that's the whole thing is that we need education systems. We need people to hold the education systems accountable. And I give, you know, the sad part is, is that, of course, I'm going to reiterate this. The really sad part that I have to say with what's going on in Wisconsin and what's going on is that so many of the people, you know, have lost, lost touch, you know, and how I don't know what. See, and that's the whole thing is that you have to. In Wisconsin, I'm starting to think that people actually did cheat in Wisconsin when it came to election because so many oh, – sure, so sure,
1: they did. Sure, they did. Not only did they cheat in Wisconsin, but all the key battleground states, Pennsylvania, the state of Georgia here, mainly in Fulton and uh, – and Gwinnett counties here that circulate, uh, Metro Atlanta, they cheated all over the place sauce. Now you talk about Wisconsin, right? What's going on with the education system, the schools, you know, everything else. I'm sure you have other friends that, that are in other areas of the country. Do uh, any of your friends in other areas is saying the same thing, uh, that's basically happening in, uh, in Madison.
2: Well, so what's happening in Madison. So I have, so I actually have a couple of people in Madison, and so they said that they can. So they reinstated the mask thing. So, of course, they did. Um, and they also stated that you actually do get in trouble, like the whole pronoun and stuff. And um, that they're starting to get rid of testing in college because they're stating that the college test is considered being racist because they're stating that, Wait, you know, hold
1: on, hold the phone, sus. to they're they're stop Madison, Wisconsin. The testing. Yeah. They're going to stop testing because it's considered racist. Yeah,
2: uh, because they're stating that the Chinese people are supposedly smarter than the white people. So then the white people are the woke, the BLM people are going against it. And by doing boycotts and doing sit-ins outside the classrooms. And so the teachers are like, oh, okay, you don't need to take tests. Okay, we just need to talk about our feelings. So one of my classmates it's actually in Madison. They spent the whole 90, 90 minutes talking about how they felt
1: instead of taking the test. But Sas, how does a test here in America that has I mean, it's a different type of, uh, you know, uh, curriculum uh, here in America versus China. The test in China on a college level, uh, you can't say it's the same type of test that you would find in America. So how is that racist in any form? I mean, do they think about before the stuff before that comes out of their mouth? Like they're saying, hold on. I, I know you want to comment because like. You're, like, full of energy tonight. We, we, Eric because is I'm like, man, up with he's this. Gonna, give I'm that man up with a that. bottle of water. L- yeah, listen, before you comment on this, and, and please, uh, Asasa, if you got water, man, get some water. You don't fucking fall off the damn chair while you're talking. No. But, hey, no, I'm listen, sorry. I'm
2: very excited, but.
1: I know you are. You're full of passion on this, and, and we love it. But, you know, how can you say that a test that they're given – And American colleges and other universities is racist and probably full of bigotry and all this other crap. And they're going to relate it to the Chinese. First of all, let me say something. Yes, the Chinese are very, very more advanced than Americans. I'll give them that. Okay, they've been like that for years. But here's the thing. How can they say it's racist? It's a different they have different testing scores that they use in China. Don't they think before they talk? Yeah, I don't know. And see, and that's I'm sorry for getting excited uh Sauset. It might sound like I'm screaming, but you know, you ha- you know me by now. I love yeah. getting excited here on the show because half the shit that comes out of this damn uh country is just I I have to scratch my head sometimes on
2: it. You're like, "Man, this can't be really happening." Well, look at what Seattle's done. You know, look what Seattle's done with uh not testing anymore, like in their high schools and stuff, because they're, like, they don't want to offend people that aren't good test takers. Well, yeah. maybe instead of maybe instead of like focusing on pronouns, why don't you actually start teaching the materials itself and actually making people study instead of, oh, well, oh, you didn't call me to buy the right, right pronouns. So I'm not going to take this test. Oh, OK. No, I, I mean, what? <laughs> I don't know. Just focus on. I, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. It's like, you have better things to focus on, not just pronouns. And seeing that, you know, when you, what you see what they're trying to do though, right? By not taking the test, they're trying to really undermine the uh, education system by not allowing, uh, by dumbing down this country even more and by dumbing down our next generation. So our next generation doesn't, they don't have the real application and aren't in charge of math or isn't in charge of, you know, what real world problems. So sure. And and see, and that's what's the scary part about it. And half of these professors are like your grandparents and are your older people. That's what's scary about it. You know, it's like, it's not your new generation, but your high school, your high school teachers now are, your very just out of college. And I call college is a petri dish for communism because they just breed communism. That is what's psychotic. And you know, it's very
1: psychotic. Yeah. You're damn right. It is.
2: And that's why, and that's why I've reached out to Mike, Mike Rowe, and that's why I'm a huge proponent of trade school. You know, being an electrician, being a, you know, a, trade a, an school. HVAC.
1: Since we're on that topic, Sauce, I want to get into that topic, uh, but I got to, I got I, I to get into a a, a quick um, promotion here, if you don't mind. We're gonna get into oh, absolutely uh, the uh, trade schools here, but I got to get into this, uh, guys. Uh, check this out. Alrighty guys, pick up the book today, Can America Survive After Biden? Available on Amazon, as well as Amazon Kindle, guys. If you have the unlimited plan, you get it for free. If not, guys, it is selling for $4.99. Let's save free speech in America. Let's join Elon Musk in providing that to other platforms. Let's kill this mass forever agenda by the corrupted politicians guys this book has a lot of knowledge and inside this book you will learn stuff that mainstream will not tell you or does not want
0: you to understand pick it up today everywhere
1: that's right right We're right, now guys, on amazon uh, music on as well as audible back for all you guys that have amazon alexa devices whether it's the echo or the regular amazon alexa screen device next time you want to listen to us on your device just say hey alexa play the patriot angle podcast and we will pop up Alrighty, guys, we're back here on the show. We got Sauce here joining us. Welcome back, everyone. Sauce, let's get into this trade school uh, scenario. Uh, I guess you're a big, uh, big supporter of trade schools. I am too, man.
2: Oh, absolutely, because your trade schools are going to be your long-lasting, and they can last for generations to come. Because. One thing because if you have trade school, you can't build like if you have electricians or if you have like people that do your garbage and stuff, your or, or composting, or even um, a plumber and stuff. Now I'm not I'm not demonizing colleges because in order to be in order to be a doctor, you have to go to college. You know, but there's there's you have to have a fair balance because I think we need to somehow pass a bill and this is what I liked about President Trump and Mike Rose. Because they really give, Mike Rowe gives a scholarship for anyone that wants to go to trade school. You know, anyone that wants to go great, go to a trade school, graduate, and then have that trade and at least sustain it for about two years in order to, you know, keep up the scholarship. And so, you know, because you don't really know, you know, while, because I feel like that there's such a push on a four-year school that so many people get out with a, with being in thousands of dollars in debt when they could go to another Avenue. Yeah. I mean, we used to
1: have, yeah, I I mean, cutting you off there. Sorry about that. But (laughs) uh, we used to have, uh, yeah, we used to have, uh, trade schools. Uh, when I was in high school, actually, uh, we used to call them vocational schools. And, uh, basically what you would do is you would do like four hours of high school and then the last remaining hours that you would normally have at the high school uh, would be spent at the vocational school. And you would learn a trade, man. You would learn like construction. You would learn like how to drive a forklift, how to, you know, fix a car, whether it's mechanical or, you know, auto body, uh, you know, they, they had stuff for the ladies there and, you know, to, you know, learn to be a, a, a beauty technician, whether it's cosmetology or, you know, working on nails or this and that uh but that stuff was great man back then like where has that gone right yeah
2: and it's like it's not cool to become like a
1: well even culinary culinary arts like all these yeah we used to have that too like yeah just i mean just to kind of say you know just a short little list of it but i mean there were so many things back then you know i think now it's like i don't know i think it's more more of a budget type of push thing now that they don't want to do it you know
2: with color or with uh w-
1: which with is vocational that- together yeah i mean it's I, yeah. I think it's more of a uh of a budget thing now and and uh, you know whether they want to do it in high school or you know uh, kind of like in the middle of college level you know it's it, it's more of a budget i think it's like because then they have to then they have to like hire more educators. sauce they have to you know, make more time and this and that. They have to build more buildings for it and this and that. I, I. I just don't think the school boards, the districts, there they they want to invest. You know what I mean?
2: Well, and see, that's called investing in our next generation, investing for this next generation. You know, and here's what I like to see. And you know, the whole thing is is that since when has education gone to the federal level? Oh wait, uh, since COVID? Duh. No, I'm being sarcastic, because yeah. why can't the education systems go back to Uh, go back to the States, you know, now, unless it's for California, then you're just a lost cause. Um, Yeah. But, but if you're, if you're besides California and New York, the education should be left at the States level because that is. And the reason why is because you're going to have less of a push. You're going to have more, you, you have more of your state assembly and your state Senate. That's going to have more of a say, not your, not people in DC that have, they out of touch of reality, you know, that are pushing for this gender garbage, you know. So if you leave it at the state levels, you're going to get different curriculums um, being pushed and being implemented. So you're going to compete hypothetically for other against other uh, states even. And then you're also going to compete. So if one college out of state says, hey, you know, you have higher ACT scores or if you have higher grades. Why don't you come to us? So it's going to become a competition. And then But furthermore, here's the thing,
1: sauce. So like back then, man, we never had that type of mindset where we were like, "Oh, it has to go to the state level, or it has to go to the, the the local level, or the federal level." We weren't thinking like that, you know. We let it we we left it up to the districts, right? The school districts. We because w- we didn't have a problem. We we know we knew then back then in the 80s and the 70s, right? Where we weren't going to have a a strong issue uh, that, that basically made a huge argument of, of it all. People didn't think like that back then sauce. Now it's like, Oh, well, you know, if you want something done, you know, you have to do this and do that and do this and do that. I mean, it's, it's got, it's gotten to a point where sometimes I think it's, it's, it's kind of out of control. You know what I mean?
2: Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And also the teacher's unions too. Since when do the teachers union control? Okay, well, I don't know if you heard this though. So um, when President Joe Biden or when Idiot Biden he gave, he's like, well, he's like, well, I can be your parents now. Now, if O'Claire oh, is being scrutinized heavily for teachers coming out stating, well, if your parents don't disagree, like if your parents don't accept your genders or something, we can be your parents from now on. Now, yeah. if that is what you call a psychotic thinking and that's what you call okay what is really going on in our education system and what is really going on even behind our school districts you know and our school it's, board it's more
1: radicalized sauce it's more it's, it's more heavily. Of a, yeah it's more of a deep state of muck which uh you know we had on the show uh, uh more than a few episodes back uh with uh, a former uh intelligence officer uh, that worked uh for the c i a actually um uh pedro Israel Orta that touched on that very very uh briefly uh with the deep state of muck. and that's what's basically going on right now in the country you know with this administration it's more you know do what I tell than not what I do you know what I mean
2: absolutely, and see and that's the whole thing is that. We need to break away from that, you know. We need to break away. and We need to bring education back to your families, and even and there's nothing wrong of homeschooling. I hate to say it, but well, we're look gonna... at,
1: you know, you mentioned homeschooling. Hold on, uh, you know, you mentioned homeschooling, right? The it works well for the military. Uh, I happen to have a few uh, uh, family members, uh, you know, that are in the military, past and present. Right. Which I won't mention on the show for privacy issues. But, you know, like. It works well for them. Let's bring it back. Let's influence it a little bit better. You know, maybe maybe if you influence homeschooling, you'll get rid of this radicalized woke crap that's going on right now in public schools.
2: Well, and then, well, how do you how you also influence is that you give tax credits and you give tax subsidies for families and you give it and you give them. You know, something that can help their pocketbooks and then even like extra scholarships through grants if they decide to homeschool. But then, but on the flip side, though, what kind of curriculum are you going to, then you're going to have to implement a new curriculum to go by. And that's where you have these stronger Christians curriculums that I think I'm a huge proponent of. For example, Prager U, Prager University in Hillsdale, they offer homeschooling uh, packages for families. Well, that's not cheap. That's very expensive. And if you decide to homeschool your kids, you know, I think it should be acceptable that, hey, if you're going to keep your kid, out, if you're going to keep your kid at, at home, we're going to offer you these kind of, we're going to offer you Prager University or we're going to offer you to pick what kind of a curriculum you want. Well, sauce, they already give,
1: you. yeah, they already give tax credits uh, to people that are, you know, in the military with homeschooling and, you know, they do do the tax programs. That parents uh, that do elect that type of education choice for their children. So it's there, but should we see more of it being introduced?
2: Oh, absolutely. We should see more of it and we should see a big promotion of it. We should see grants, not just. But now I don't know if you heard, but the sad part is that it's going to go away, sadly, because apparently more and more kids are being taken out of school. And see, that's the scary part is that, you know, that's when you think that schools have gone way too big and even your university. Right. But if
1: they do this more, if they do more of a tax program for the homeschooling. Right. You think that, you know, the taxes, you know, as a taxpayer will go up. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. You know, I, I'm sure that this 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 type of administration we have in the in in the White House right now, they're probably looking at that. I'm sure they're Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and everything are like, hmm, let's try to take it out of the, uh, you know, the 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 uh, the W W2s. Right. Let, let's try to let's try to put this as a sneaky tax when it comes to you know filing the taxes there in January. Yeah, I'm sure they looked at that. I'm and sure they're that, still looking at it right now.
2: Well, and that's why you hold off until this radical agenda. That's why this radical administration gets out. So then you bring yeah. in. A, uh, so uh, even a DeSantis or even a president jump back in where they can re-implement it. And then they can. But see, and here's the whole thing. My question is, I have this. I have a question about this. How is yeah. it that. How is it that President Trump, when he did it, all of his stuff is being wiped away, while when Obama did it, when Obama passed Obamacare or other all these bills and stuff, why are we still paying the repercussions of it? And you know what Joe Biden's doing is that you know it seems like your Democrats do more of a long-term damage than short-term damage, but your Republicans do. I said
1: this. Yeah, I think you 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 answered this on the show like a couple couple episodes back when you were on. You know, like. Here's the thing, Sas, okay, and for all the listeners out there that, you know, may be questioning the same thing. Your Democrat, Sauce, sadly, will never be a party of uh, the Republicans. They've never been like that. Uh, they, they've been like that closely uh, when JFK was in, it was in power, right? Uh, this, but we have to, we have to basically say this, right? This is not the same party as JFK. This is not the same party as JFK. I'll say it again. This is not the same party of JFK. This is an entirely different party. It's a radicalized party, okay, that is not for the blue collar, not for the middle class, not for the working man. They are totally opposite of conservative Republican. Now, I use that word loosely, conservative Republican, because there's different types of Republicans, even into today's society. You have a conservative Republican and you have more of a Republican that we like to come to call them rhinos that just work the very same way that these new radicalized socialist Democrats work. They want to hike the taxes up and they want to make it 10 times worse for the average Joe out there, you know?
2: Absolutely. So, and that's and that's the whole thing is that you know, and I notice this as well, where you know, you look at your next door neighbor, for instance, you know, there are more. You can see that whole brainwashing. You can see where that you know, I, I sometimes have to ask. You know, man, where did you can't sit down with your next door neighbor anymore and discuss politics without them getting at your throat or without getting shamed and without getting oh yeah, they're ready to rip your
1: damn head off, you know? And like, oh my god, like how can you support that monster Donald Trump? He's a bigot. He's a racist. He 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 doesn't care about the LGBTQ plus community. He's a he's a sexist. He's a pig. Did you hear what he said about Stormy Daniels and everything else? He treats his wife like garbage. I like, do you actually live with this man? Do you know what goes on behind the doors of Donald Trump, whether he's in Florida at Mar-a-Lago or when he was president of the United States or when he was actually living in Manhattan at Trump Towers? Do you know what goes on with uh, Donald Trump? No. So if you don't know, how the hell can you say these things about him? Well, that's kind of. Being a two face, and you're going to ask the same question. Well, how can you say these bad things about Biden? Well, we we see what Biden is doing. You see what Trump was doing, right? I mean, come on, you know.
2: Yeah. So as we conclude, um, I know as we conclude the show, you know, I think it's important that you know we kind of we can't forget that you know God is still sovereign at the end of the day, and that we all win. You know, sometimes we feel like we're all defeated. I mean, there are days where I'm like, man, I feel like I'm just. I mean, words are where it's like one win but we are making small you know by we're seeing more local people running for office all through different you know that inspires me and we see a lot of we see a lot of people just being more patriotic and that's i love seeing that now um and so that is my intake. as i'm gonna have to conclude because my computer is actually dying and i have to eat dinner so
1: Okay. Um, if you do, uh, you know, uh, head out of the, uh, the studio here, we do understand, um, uh, you know, if we lose you, that's fine because I'm actually going to be closing up in about another two, three minutes, but I want to mention guys. Um, thanks very much sauce. It's always an honor having you on this show, buddy.
2: No problem. And have, and Uh, don't forget my podcast and you guys have a blessed day. Thank you so much again. Well, I'll be back hopefully next week.
1: Yeah, not a problem, sir. Thanks very much. We'll see you uh, next week. Guys, uh, Sauce is actually going to get going here. Uh, Remember to check his podcast out. Um, Remember, God loves you and I'll meet you at the finish line. His podcast is available on Spotify, Google and Apple. Uh, Tremendous individual, a very spiritual Christian man himself. Uh, remember guys too. I mean, you know, we are in the long fight here of America. We are, uh, it, it, it the fight is not over. Okay. Uh, hopefully in two years when this garbage is all over, we'll understand things a little bit more clearly, right. A little bit more, uh, of an understanding, Right. But I want to say something here as I conclude this podcast episode myself, uh, we touched on a lot of different topics today. Right. We touched uh, about the uh, the new society today of this woke LGBTQ crap, which my, I don't support whatsoever. And, you know, you kind of understood uh, the viewpoints of uh, the co-host here on the show, Sauce. Uh, he, You know, he's he's a young kid. Right. Uh, and, and he understands, you know, he happens to go to college himself and he's trying to, uh, you know, fight through this even in. College up in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, where he uh, resides, and he sees it every single day. But here's the one point here at which I will make before I close it out, guys. If you see something that you don't agree with, don't be afraid to speak up. Now, you may think that, well, if I speak up, I'm going to get fired from my job. I'm going to. You know, uh, be kicked out of the school I'm in, or, you know, my parents will neglect me and disown me, and I might even be neglected and disowned from my own family. Well, that all may happen, folks. I ain't going to lie. It all may happen. But you still have dignity in your voice. Remember that. We still have dignity and backbone that the Almighty gave us. Use it. Because I think by using this type of backbone, our voice, which is the most powerful, powerful element of our entire body, the voice, the human voice, it will truly save this country. It will. It will truly save this country. Remember, folks, next week uh, we will be having a special guest joining us on Monday uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern. You're going to want to check that out, guys. Uh, She happens to be a huge advocate in what she does, a huge supporter here of the show, uh, first-time guest on the show. Uh, You're going to want to check that out. Um, It's going to be a good one, I I just have to say. And uh, remember, guys, if you want to hear more episodes of the Patriot Angle podcast, uh, you can find them on our website at PatriotAnglePodcast.com, which just went through a huge overhaul. Uh, A lot of new uh, sections added on there, uh, some great new features added on the website. All of our episodes are on the website. A lot of our Instagram content is posted on the website. Uh, So highly suggest you check that out. Uh, You can also follow us on Spotify, Google, and Apple. We are also on Amazon Music and Amazon Audible, as well as any Amazon Alexa device, whether it's the Echo or the screen itself. Just say, hey, Alexa, play the Patriot Angle podcast, and we will pop up on that device. Guys, it's been an honor. It's been a privilege delivering the true facts here on the show, and we will see you on the next one. Thanks a lot, guys. You just heard an episode of the patriot angle podcast remember to follow us on spotify apple google amazon music and audible also streaming live on twitch remember to follow and like us guys for unfiltered uncensored raw content also please head over to www.patriotanglepodcast.com for all your exclusive Patriot Angle podcast content and material, as well as the merchandise website www.patriotunfiltered.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll
0: see you on the next one.